All right, listen up. This is the Prime to Rise podcast. We are here to redefine education. Well, how do we do that? We prime you to bring value. We prime you to take advantage of opportunities. We prime you to rise up the ranks in your career. My name is Ike. I am your host. You can follow me at Don't Tread on Ike on Instagram. We also have my guy Chris here. You can follow him at Shine On. I will tag him in the posts. And of course, we have Ty, the video guy, our producer and beats master. There is one more thing before we dive in. We do have a student loan and budget calculator available on the website. Go check that out at prime2rise.com. That's prime, the number two, rise.com. Go find out what the return on investment is for your education. Let's dive in. First topic, $100,000. Seems like a lot of money. It's really not. But for whatever reason, that seems to be the benchmark for people's career. If you have a, if you have a career or a job that makes you six figures, then that's a good career to chase, right? Now, the interesting thing about that is only 17% of people make that amount of money, which is not a lot, pretty small population. So picture this, you walk into a room of 20 people, only about three will make that amount of money. You get up to that $150,000 mark, it's about one in every 25, okay? So the question is, is why is it so difficult for people to make that amount of money? For me, coming from my perspective in the construction, architecture, and engineering industry, everybody should be making that amount of money because I know a lot of stupid, lazy, and incompetent people making that money, and it's purely because of the demand in the market. And what am I here to say? Am I here to tell you that all my colleagues are idiots or that I'm better than everybody? That's not it. What I'm here to say is that there's a tremendous opportunity in those industries, in the construction industry for people. I just don't think they're looking. So so having said that, I would say that about 83% of people are living below their potential, which is a lot. I mean, that is the vast majority of people. And after spending about 20 years in the industry, I have seen a ton of examples from entry-level people to even high-level executives that you look at, I'm supposed to look up to and respect, but honestly, they make me want to puke. They're the type of people, they're like politicians. You look at them and it's like they failed upwards. How the hell did they get there? And again, it's because there's not a ton of people performing, in the, not, not only performing, but there's just not a lot of talent available in the community. Sometimes you just need a warm body. So if there's this much opportunity, then why, why aren't there as many people at that $100,000 mark or higher? I've been speaking to high school students for the last 10, 12 years, right? And whenever I talk to them, they poo-poo the industry. I think that Mike Rowe talks about this all the time. I think that as a country for the last 50 years, we've done a great job at discouraging shop and yeah. vocational education and just steering kids away from it like, like it's something to be less than. And he also does a great job at talking about the nobility and the value of working in the trades. Screw that. I'm not here to tell, talk about being noble. I'm here to talk to you about living an upper-class lifestyle and making a hell of a lot of money, right? So when I talk to high school kids and I ask them, you know, like, what do you want to do? They all raise their hands. They want to be entrepreneurs, right? But they don't know what they want to do. And they don't realize that in order to be an entrepreneur, you have to bring value to other people. And there's one industry that has a decreasing supply with an increasing demand, and there couldn't be, if you were in the stock market, you couldn't find a better opportunity to buy in on in, in that scenario, in that situation. So is it about kids don't want to get their fingernails dirty? Probably a little bit. But I, I really just don't think that we're doing a good job of making people aware of it, which is why we're here. 
right so, now. So if right. there if there's this many people, is is that seventeen percent is people even in the construction industry as well? Are under so that's that seventeen percent of Americans? Okay. Period. Right. So it's funny because it's actually really really difficult for people to get to a hundred grand, and it's really just anybody. So. And you'd think that more people were there because you hear about like middle class and working class, right? And you think that like the the bar is the bar is that hundred thousand dollar mark. And if only seventeen percent of people are making that amount of money, and that means to get to an, a middle class or upper middle class lifestyle, that's the benchmark, right? And it's like why the bar seems to be high to make a hundred thousand dollars if only seventeen percent of people are doing it. What I'm saying is it's not high, not in my industry. There's an abundance of opportunity. The bar is really low because I know a ton of people, like I said, that are dumb, lazy, and incompetent, but they have to get paid anyway. I, I got a quick story, right? So yeah. I don't want to name anybody specifically, and it's not at the, the current or a recent company that I've been at, but I had a person who was working under me, and I've mentored all kinds of people over the last 10 years, people that... I had one guy walk literally out of the NFL, had never had a real job in his life, and excelled, right? I've had other people that are just lazy and don't want to be there and think that I'm there to serve them entirely. They're not there to serve anybody, and they've failed. I've also had people that that kind of try and, and want to be there. Maybe they don't have the right mindset, but at the end of the day, no matter how much effort you pour into them, they just don't develop, right? And, and it's unfortunate, but... This person, I couldn't give them a list of 10 tasks and have them complete all 10 on their own, not even try. They couldn't even get past the first one. Maybe they'd get to the first one, but they'd have to ask questions over and over and over again on the next three, which might be fine the first time, but not the second time. And then the third time, like you got to, as sooner or later, you have to be able to start knocking lists off the task yourself. That person, right, who couldn't develop who couldn't bring value, who couldn't be on their own to do anything, to even watch a project for half of a day. And the project was, wasn't was even the size of this room, okay? It was a shower stall and toilet. It was like a 100-square-foot room. That person was at $90,000. Left to go to another company for a better offer. Okay, so when I, again, when I look, why can't people make, why can 83% of Americans not make $100,000 when I'm seeing useless people <laughs> make at least that, it's because people aren't paying attention to the opportunity. So we're, so to kind of keep this pointed to maybe students listening or people that want to make a change that are listening, like what's, what's the basic start? What are the main areas they should look at? What should they do to get started in that process? So without college, and I don't think you need college to be successful in the industry. I think the best thing to learn is a trade. When I was in high school, I was doing roofing, sweeping up jobs, framing, anything that I could to just learn, right? And be around people that that knew, that knew things. So you go in there, you learn a trade, then you have a trade to, you have knowledge that you're able to sell and manage other people with. Then you can move into the office, you can become a project manager, you can start your own business. You have all different types of possibilities. Mm -hmm. To start in the trade, a union trade, you're going to end up starting around, you know, somewhere in like the $20 an hour mark, right? But you're going to be getting an education at the same time. And every year you're going to get a raise, right? Um, I know people, laborers, 
in Boston, right? Union, most in the city of Boston, most trades are union. What a laborer is, the laborer's union, they are people that for a lot of job sites clean up or maintain the job, right? And I don't want to oversimplify it. I'm going to do a whole nother episode on the value of those people. I have an example of a guy who helped me. He was a labor foreman and he helped me increase profit on one project to $2 million on a $20 million job, which the average is 5%. The fact that we made 2 million was like incredible, right? Now he at one point made $130,000 in a year. 80% of the time he has a broom and shovel in his hand cleaning up a job site. Okay, I know a pipe fitter who has made $150,000 and that's at the end of his apprenticeship and the opportunities that were afforded to him, his skill set was al- allowed him to make $150,000. I actually know a project manager who made a million dollars in one year. And that comp- that's because the company was based on a commission, right? Um, when I was in my 20s, I was able to hit well over that $100,000 mark. Uh, I was early and I was on the curve and we're going to have another one that go- that goes back to that. But even on the engineering side, if you want to go back to school, it's never too late to go back to school to get an a- engineering degree. Getting an engineering degree is a great thing. I know somebody who went back at 35 years old because they weren't happy with their career, got a plumbing engineering degree. And at the end of that degree, he was making over $120,000 a year just walking in, right? Now, what other salaries are out there? Because I think a lot of people or a lot of people that are already interested expect to go to school for construction management or engineering and then come out making a certain salary. Now, like the average salary for a college graduate is like 40 grand or something like that, right? Entry-level people in New York City right now Walking out, no experience. Hi, how are you? I went to Cornell University, $75,000. And you can't even do a thing. And (laughs) by the time they hit that three or four year mark, companies are approaching them with 90, 95. And then if you want to get competitive and you want to keep them and they've been on a few jobs where they've built a resume and they're self-sustainable, they're already at $100,000 at 26, 27 years old. And you have to give it to them, even if they're not like knocking it out of the park. If you want to remain staffed, like people have to give people these salaries. Well, and one thing too, we were just talking about this yesterday. It, these kind of jobs aren't just limited to construction. The same principles apply in marine, in aviation, probably in locomotive, all these major transportation things. Those those kind of things will take you around the world as well. So there's a lot of opportunities there. And we were talking to a, a guy that runs a marine exhaust engineering and manufacturing company. And the same thing. We can't get enough people in the door. Anybody that's young that wants to come in, even if they're not young, but they want to learn it, they want to do it, they want to get in the mix. He's like, I will put you at every single station in this company so you know how everything works. And then you can write your ticket and you can go wherever you want, either in this company or in the industry. And I agree. And it's, it's, the same concept, right? It's yeah. like, come in, learn the ins and outs, learn how to get your hands on things, how they work, because the more intimate knowledge you have, the better seller you are, the better manager you are, the better entrepreneur you are, right? You don't know how to sell anything if you don't know anything about it. You can't tell people what to do if you don't know anything about what they do. And you can't start a business if you don't know what the hell you're selling, You know, if you don't know what people need, if you don't understand the value of what you're bringing, right? So... Again, go to college, don't go to college, whatever it is, it's the work experience right outside of there. And 
if you just show up when you're supposed to, show up from eight to five and you care, because if you care, you're gonna try a little bit. People are gonna see that. That's gonna come across to people. It's gonna become apparent to people. If you care enough, people will invest in you and the return on the investment will come in time. And, it, and in this market, it won't take a long time. So just to, to recap all of this is a couple of basic things that people can do is one, show up and show up ready to work, but also show up with the idea that you want to learn, you want to see what's going on. Yes, you want to get paid, but don't make that the primary focus just off the bat. There's a lot of these different trades, the opportunities there, and we'll talk about this in another one, but the amount of people leaving the industry versus replacing is, it's it's not there. So if you're new to the industry and you show up with those basics and you show up with a good attitude, like, I don't know, sky's the limit in this case. So the next the next episode that we're going to do is going to be on population collapse. And again, making that $100,000 salary, like that's just the floor, right? So if you show up for three to four years and you you learn these things and you do, you're not spending all your time on social media and on your phone, and I know everyone wants to talk about work-life balance right now, right? Like I'm seeing more and more people that don't want to work more than 40 hours, then don't. Just come in, show up when you're supposed to, be on time, stay to the end of the day, stay off your phone and give a shit. You got six figures coming your way in the construction industry, I promise you. Now, if you wanna go above and beyond that, you wanna work more than 40 hours, you wanna be proactive, you wanna take responsibility, you wanna think independently, you wanna create the perception that you are the hardest worker in every single room that you go in, we're not talking $100,000. We're not talking the top 17%. We're talking that one in 25 real quick. Like yeah. in less than 10 years, we're talking that $150,000 or more mark, which isn't just the top 4%. The 150,000 is the top 4%, right? Now we're talking the top 1% in your age bracket before you're even 35 years old. That's the place that you wanna be. You wanna develop discipline and treat everyone outside of yourself, like they are your client, including people that you work with, including people that you manage, and that your number one priority is bringing value to all of those people, your colleagues, your subordinates, your clients. I guarantee you that will land you in the top 1% in your age bracket faster than you, you could believe.